This uh, Sunday we have um, the second installment of the series that we're going through, Relation Slips. Um, and today we are excited to, to have a man of God bring the word of God to us. I'm excited to introduce him. This man uh, serves, by day he serves as a, as a top honcho at Davis and Shirtliff. Yeah, he is also pursuing a PhD, also pursuing an undergrad. He leads a, a ministry called Divine Care, serving alongside some wonderful, wonderful people. He is the wife to one, Janet, father of two. Husband, let's say husband, I said wife, sorry, husband, I wrote the wife's name. He is a husband to one, sorry my friend. Husband to one, father to two children, I love the two children. Uh, he is called Desmond Tutu officially, but here in the house we call him Papa Des. Papa Des, please come up on stage. Thank you, Percy. <laughs> what an introduction. I need to pray for you. Even as you have your chocolate, I see the chocolate is there. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for Papa Des. Thank you that he is a fearless leader. Thank you that you have allowed his life um, to have capacity for more of you. You have expanded him to build your kingdom. And even as he brings the word of God, I pray that you would use him as a vessel to speak life and purpose to us. And we wait with expectation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Percy, for that introduction. Media team, you better save it. I need it for my CV. Yeah, it has come out very originally. Eh? Good morning, Mabuno South. Good morning, Wavuna South. You have heard where your treasure is. There your heart will be also. You know, for... And it's very interesting how much the pressure is normally on the men. Men, do you feel that pressure? But let me tell you, the Lord has not forgotten you. The Lord has not forgotten you. You also know around this time we have a big event. You know we have a serious mega event. You know it? I've seen big names on that list. The men's conference. The men's conference this time I've seen you. If you've noticed, Mr. Bulliver is not here. He was supposed to go ahead of many, many others. And I'm sure when we land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When we land. When our elder is there, we'll be fine, eh? And something Miss Bulliver also noted, you know, for men we wonder, when is our day? Pastor, you know you have challenged our ladies, but we have been waiting for many years. Yes. But what my, one of my friends told me, our day is normally that chama day when she gets her cut. Do you know that day when the chama ladies get, when it's your turn to receive? Have you ever seen those ladies when it's their day to receive, how they leave the house? It looks like the second coming of Christ. The way they receive that. And so, men, depending on what you do tomorrow, it will determine how the proceeds of Chama are shared in the house. So you better be nice. Try, try. We, the, the bar has been set. Thank you for breaking. That was over the bar. So the, the rest of the us, that, that was over the bar. Let me just declare it and make it simpler for the rest of the men. So we set a high standard so that if you come average, you know where the bar was. But it's a pleasure to come to you this morning. Um, a bit of pressure on 
Valentine's Eve. A happy Valentine's to you guys. And isn't love just a beautiful thing by itself? In fact, if we summarize why Jesus came, he said, for God so loved. And then he just doesn't have that mandate, but he gives us that mandate also to love. And so it's quite an honor. It's quite an honor to be here to share about love. And Pasi has introduced me. You know, I was wondering, what is the criteria for the people who are going to speak on the love month? Have you ever been invited and you wonder, why was I chosen? Is it because I'm the best example on this side? Or I'm the best example on the other side? You know, I, I, I'm a bit... And so let me give you a bit of history that you guys may not know. Pasi said, I lead a team called Divine Care. Uh, Divine Care is a ministry that helps people who've gone through separation, divorce, and difficult marriages to get onto their pathway to healing. And how I got there is that I was married before. My first marriage, it didn't quite work out. And so I went through that route. I was, I was a Christian then, and it was a bit, bit of a shaky path. And somehow, by God's grace, and I am grateful, Percy, We've, we've, we've come a long way. I used to serve under her still, but in the children's ministry at Hill City when that happened. And I remember one pastor who said when I was trying to cut myself off, one of the children's pastors, she told me, Desmond, you're going to sort out your mess on that pulpit. You're not going to leave. And today, that's part of my love story. You asked about love. And I've learned that love is not a saying thing, it's a doing thing. Love is a doing thing. You can say it so much, but the highest of love is when you do something that goes beyond, and especially when you show someone they actually belong. So that has been my story, and I'm grateful to God. Because of that, actually, I've been able to meet now almost 75 people who are going down that path. And what does that say? This someone is real. Relation relation this someone is real this someone is real and i pray that as we deliver it from a corporate sense you will receive it as an individual for different people for the one who is getting in i remember one of my mentors tell me desmond you cannot say you never saw this coming so there is caution for the ones who are single you know as you go for all the nice dates and these are the times whereby Pasi said where your heart is. You know, for the singles, sometimes you do not, even for the ladies, you may not know who really has your heart. This is the time you weigh. So this one sent 1 kg of flowers. The other one sent 24 kg of flowers. This one is sending 48. This one is delivering a truck. So you are trying to, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy, but you must receive them now. Because on the other side, you'll only receive one bouquet, and that was it. So... After the singles, the people who are married. You know one thing I learned about marriage? And I'm remarried now. One thing I tell my friends, it is not easier because I had one bad experience. It's not like, ah, pole baba, uliumia sana, you are very hard. You just slide and glide, you know? It's not that way. I have to face my wife. Have you seen my wife? Do you know my wife? You know Mama Jane. Yeah, she's that commander by the loving commander. <laughs> you know, and we have to work out our relationship. So, and I learned one thing. Actually, I was taught this concept. What is love? In fact, let me use this. What is marrying? 
And actually, it was at the moment of my crisis, I was humble enough to listen at that time. It's interesting how God gets your attention sometimes. And this friend of mine showed me this. Okay? They put their hands like this. And they say, marrying is this. And slowly, and you can see the shaking in my hands, the uncertainty, but she, she kept doing this. And at some point, I'm wondering, what are you doing? She said, that is marrying. She said, marrying is a process. It's not a proclamation by a pastor that I have made you husband and wife. It is that journey of you becoming one. That journey of you in your friendships, in your finances, in your spiritual ideals, every day, slowly, slowly becoming one. And so, for those ones who are married, I felt this someone is even more appropriate for you. Because the good thing about us, we come from backgrounds that are not perfect. Right? But God allows us to learn and relearn certain things so that we can be better. In fact, Pastor Carol, during my crisis season, told me, Desmond, you will learn that marriage is meant to perfect you. And how true have I seen that statement? So allow God. For the people who are just single, sassy, and satisfied. I know most of the times we talk about single and sassy is mostly the ladies, right? But let me tell you, there are also men who are single and sassy, but not satisfied most of the times. They're not satisfied. They are always Googling and checking. Yeah. But for you, if you're in that state and you feel this is my place of comfort for now, may the Lord, you have friends who you will see walk into this particular part of life, right? You also have yourself. You never know when the coin flips and you say, Pastor, I know I said, but now is the hour. And I'm not waiting any longer. But the good thing is that you have got that knowledge to help you. And so I pray that as we all engage, we will find something. We will find something. Tell your friend there's something for everyone today. You know, this is the point where if you're single, depending on... I normally say in church there are two kinds of people. There are those people who the service starts at 10 a.m. and they arrive at 9.30. And they start arresting spirits. You know, capturing things that could... You know, just come in the way. And there are, there's the other group of people who are at the mercy of the ushers. When you walk in, the usher directs you and tells you you are sitting beside Pastor Angie. You know, you don't have a say regarding where you sit. But for the singles, you want to be very careful. Join the 9.30 a.m. group, okay? So that you come and street, sit strategically. When the pastor says, tell your neighbor, it's a very intentional neighbor you're talking to. Okay, you're not trying to know you. Who are you now? Everything is working for your good. It's working for your sake, eh? But then I pick up from where Pastor Jade, and I listened to the sermon. I was not there as well. I traveled for funeral, but wow, what a delivery. And I could hear all the laughing that was going on, and I was wondering, eh, was it a stand-up or what? But thank you. Thank you, Pastor Jade, for the word. I was also blessed. And as we continue, she talked about the first key, three mistakes to avoid. How many remember them? You can shout them out. The, the heart? The heart is not so smart. And that was tied to, do not trust your? Do not trust your feelings. And yet that is a theme that is spread out. The next one was, do not major? Do not major on the? Minors. And the third one was? Good. They failed to consult wise mentors. 
And I hope you have decided how those ones apply to you. And today I go on, okay? I go on to the fourth item, all right? And the fourth item, actually, it's almost the ones of Afrocinema continues shortly. For those of you who just put a pause on it, you know, it's going on now. And the fourth item as we move on today is dating in isolation. Dating in isolation. And I know there's this notion every time you're dating or there's that space, the darker the room, the better, the lesser the lights, the lesser the people. You know, you know those things. You go to a restaurant and you look for a corner where it's just us. It's just us. But interesting how we're saying today that this thing in isolation can be one of those mistakes. And it's not helped by our world today. How much time does the average Kenyan spend on their phone? It just speaks anything. How, how many hours do you think we spend on your phones? Let me, let's just do a check. When you wake up, what is the first thing you check? The time on there? You switch off there? Oh, you switch off the <laughs> you switch off the alarm on the phone and as you switch it off, what also do you check? You check the time and what else do you check? You check WhatsApp. Maybe the Lord has sent someone to you, you know, and you have to just confirm. It's how interesting how this little device has made us become people in absentia. That we connect to so many other people outside there but the people who are there with us. I, one of the things that impresses me is how our conversation is moving. Have you seen all the memes and all the stickers that are sent around? Do you wonder, when do these people get all those stickers? You just send one and someone is struggling. Do I send my fourth or I leave them at three? You know, that's become the new challenge. And these devices, be TikTok, and people are even communicating. In fact, my wife was talking, telling me about uh, embedded messages on Facebook. You see your friend has posted and you're wondering, is this me they're talking to or is it the neighbor? Because you can clearly remember the conversation you had. It was maybe not a pleasant one, but that post seems to be talking about you. And that is the unfortunate thing that we have today. And that is not helped because people are also captured by busy career lives. If you're in the Nairobi life, most people are waking up at very early hours. In fact, if I told you my routine, I leave home maybe between 5, most of the time 5 and 5.15 or 5.30 a.m. And I have to be very intentional in coming back home early so that I have time with my wife and I get to talk with the kids. But it's also very easy for me to get back home at what time? 8 p.m. And which means we're in a very disconnected sort of society. And that is what is exactly happening to us. And that is not helped on top of my work. If you're Kenyan, you have a side hustle, right? You have your cash shop, and right now everyone is on IG. And you're sending and posting and delivering. And when is the time to catch up? After work. So you can imagine how caught up we are in that entire space. And so it is becoming easier and easier. In fact, I was talking to a friend the other day who came home. We're wondering, at what time do you connect with your, even your spouse? At what time do those people who are dating date genuinely by connecting? And so what's happening, people are living in isolated worlds. Isolated to the point of there's his friends and 
And finding our friends is almost becoming a myth. How many people know those guys? I'm going to hang out with my boys. I'm going to hang out with my ladies. And they barely, you never have a group where they hang out together. And that's what is actually coming up. And so we are losing out. What we are doing is that we are dating in isolation. Even at the point that the two of us come together, we do not have that common space where we are in. It's basically you're left to your own selves. You are by yourselves. That's it. So when the highs are there, it's you to rejoice. When the lows are there, it's up to you. It's all up to you. And in that sense, surrounding your relationship with good mutual friends it won't just come up to you. It will have to be something very intentional you will have to do. It will have to be something intentional you'll have to seek. This morning, I'm, I'm quite blessed. And when I look at Mavuno and how he does things, one of the things I did was the Ndoa. I did Ndoa. And th just the other weekend, about two weekends ago, we had all our Ndoa team members coming, the ones who are close by, and we were dedicating our children together. These are friends we have walked with for now five years. Just walked together for five years. And it's such a blessing. And I cannot tell you how many times the particular friends have come to save and rescue our own marriage. I know sometimes we go for Ndoa meetings. And our Ndoa group, I thank God, it's quite real. You start talking and we, we, we have a bit of checks we do. It's like we check, how are you? How is your dating life? How is your sex life? How is your, and I'm sure people are cringing and beginning to walk away, the, the people who are under, but we ask ourselves, because those questions really matter. And it comes out that, hey, you realize this couple is just not doing good. And it's very hard to hide. But what happens is that we end up helping one another. Most of the times we end up, and I remember one day I had an issue. It was a very trivial one. I felt like there was a high turnover of house helps in our home. And if you're the person who lives at 5.30 a.m., you like structure. You like your shirt, particular shirt, and you know those things, eh? So I was finding myself in training and retraining programs. <laughs> Every now and then, and... One day I remember I said, I can't hold it again. And I had caused a lot of drama in that home. And our family was about to break now. Why? You can imagine how embarrassing. So you, why did your family break? Because t-shirt, vest. Mm. <laughs> you know, very embarrassing things. But I remember when we went to Andoa group, and interestingly how it surfaced quickly. They told me, Desmond, you have no business with house helps. The only business is your wife, okay? Whoever she decides is coming there is not your problem. I'm telling you, I, and they told me, you need to go and apologize. So humbly, I went and our marriage is still intact. Do you still see us together? Yeah, and, and that is what groups do. I also have another group and they're here and I would like them to, allow me to ask them to stand. It's a group of friends who we worked together since campus actually. Yeah, please stand. I can see my, this is my best friend, actually. It's called Paul and his wife, right? This is my friend. He's called Arum. And I also have my friend there called Ziggy. We have literally walked with them, actually some from high school. And 
There are people who know me well. There are people who know me well. So you want to surround yourselves. And when I look at the Bible and wonder the place for this, in Proverbs 13, 20, it says that you become wise by walking with the wise. You hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. You become wise by walking with the wise. Let me ask you, who are your wise? Who are your wise? You may, be, you may be able to count, but if you can't, that's the opportunity right there. That you can go back and start creating those friends and start looking back, who can I admit into this particular group? And as I also said, they're not only there for good times, and I know right now um, the big motto for the men especially, you know the song, you want to bamba. You want to? You just want to chill with the big boys. You know, and feel good about your life. But when you have problems, the big boys tell you, peace out, sort out your drama. But one thing you want to do, you want to have this group, and the Bible says a brother is born for adversity. Let me tell you, you are never meant to go through the drama in your life alone. For some of us, it is so heavy because we are going through it by ourselves. In fact, a burden shared is a burden halved. And I've come to realize sometimes I don't even need a solution, just talking. But you must create this particular group. So the number two reason why a group is important, and this is a shocking one for those ones who will be dating and you're saying that, I'm looking for my all. He shall complete me in every way. May the Lord, <laughs> we bless that man. May the Lord, you know that lady, one person is not sufficient to meet all your needs. I've realized Desmond, Janet's husband, is not enough to meet all of Janet's needs. A particular case in point, sometimes I try, I have tried shopping for my wife in absentia. You know, when you deliver the goods, I can see Purity shaking her head. I still try. When you deliver the dress or whatever it is, I normally sit by a corner and I want to see her reaction. Is it received in love or did you get it wrong again? I can tell you, my friend. <laughs> many times there are many clothes that have just been hung somewhere. They are not being given out, neither are they being worn. But they are an expression of my love. But yet I realize, there are times my wife says, you know what? Des, you told me you get me a dress. And they go shopping with their friends. So for you, bring the finances for the dress. When my wife comes back, the kind of joy, she wants to catwalk. And it's a show. Look at all the And I've learned that there are other people who need to help me in this journey of keeping Janet happy. It's a community situation, people. If you're trying to do it alone, it's a problem. Maybe that's why you're failing. You cannot. You can't. And you need to know. Even for us yesterday, interestingly, my wife popped in into when the boys' club was happening. We had our annual men's opening forum. Yes, yeah, a very yeah, it, was, it was very deep. This man can tell you. Can you imagine? We sat there from almost 8:30 a.m. 
till 1.30 a.m. And then we made the final prayer to release one of us, but then we sat again. Let, do you know how much my tank was full? And these are people who, there are people who, when their husbands or wife says that I'm going to hang out with, the, with my crew, their husbands just hold their heads. I know after these issues are coming, because you're going to be told what your husband is not doing, or what your wife is not doing. But what has happened is that a sense of trust has been built, you know, with the friends. Janet knows when I say I'm hanging out with the boys, he knows exactly who, and they come home. And even for you, and there are things, when I met with these guys, the kind of feeling I had, I felt full. I felt renewed. I was having a very difficult week at work in some ways, but talking to them, we talked about many things. In fact, I should talk about one very sensitive one. When you only have daughters. Is it a real issue? You may be just looking at me, but talk to men who only have daughters. So when these girls get married, will we remain alone? It's a very, in our African society, and we talk, but it was also comforting to know I am not the only one struggling with this issue. I have the ability to change it. So, my wife, where are you? <laughs> Pastor is speaking prophetically here. <laughs> Pastor is looking at me saying, you're still young. <laughs> but Pastor, we'll, we'll borrow some tips from you. We'll borrow some tips, yeah. But that is the thing about it, that, you know what, you cannot fulfill this person by yourself. And you need to ask yourself, how do I create a community for those ones who are single? Walk with friends, date with friends. Because you realize sometimes your lady is angry and you don't know why. Your appearance has not changed. Your cologne has not changed. And this person, you're wondering, every time I show up, you look, you don't look happy. You just, you call one of our friends, you're like, Ebu, talk to my mama. Talk to her. And sometimes they go and talk, and she comes back happier. Because it was not in your place. Lest you sleep by yourself. And so going on in that fast, you know what Liverpool, their motto is? It says you never walk. Turn to your friend and tell them, never walk alone. Tell your friend, never walk alone. Never walk alone. Never walk alone. On the love line. Never walk alone. Always sure you have got those people you can walk with. In fact, there's an African adage that says that if you want to go fast, go. If you want to go fast, go. But if you want to go for longer, if you want to go for, go together with other people. Is that okay? Go together with other people. And the beauty about going together with other people, in Proverbs 27 verse 6, it says... That wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. You'd rather have a friend like those friends who told me, Desmond, it's not in your place to be discussing house helps and, you know, doing the vetting. It's not in your place. Those are wounds from a friend, and they can be trusted. And let me tell you, when we sorted out that, our family has been peaceful in many ways. But again, unfortunately, it's not that easy. And allow me to just come to the men, especially for the men. You know what our society has raised us to, to be. You're told, kuwa, kuwa, kuwa mwanaume, kangumu baba. 
translated, uh, here we have international audience. Mm, I know, you know, pastor said that they don't give local currency. Manu, you are not going to send Ugandan Kenya shillings. <laughs> translated is, what is it translated in English? Be a man, man up, kangumu. I remember the first time uh, in my dating life, uh, my first girlfriend uh, to myself, still in campus. I don't know what was not working, and I came and I sat with my brother in the evening. And I started telling him how there was something that was happening I was not understanding. Ah, so then he turned and he looked at me. Ah, bro, bro, sauna open up, eh? Hey, I'm telling you, <laughs> that was hard on a man. <laughs> A story has never been summarized so quickly. <laughs> but let me tell you, if there's something I am discovering and looking for is vulnerability, especially among men. Because what is pushing us in this society, we are always trying to keep up and you're supposed to put on a strong face, yet sometimes you're crumbling within. For the men, hello? I, I like that. And all the men say... All the men said, do not go it alone. That is the temptation. That is what the world is lying to us. Engage on that currency of vulnerability. Find one, two men you can talk to. I'm very grateful I have these men. We say things. In fact, even amidst us, I can tell you we have got one of us who is a love doctor. Do you understand? He's a love doctor. Yeah can advise you instead of going to check out for information on funny places and your wife wonders, uh, this, this surfing history of yours looks very interesting. If you know what I mean. There are people among us and good friends who will direct you in a godly way. So for the men, this is a special reach out. Because, and that's partly why society is suffering. Because most men... We've been put down. And that's why there's this acclamation, the boy child, the boy child, the boy. The boy child. But as the boy child, as the man arise, because you can never be until you're strong enough to stand up. Is that okay? So if you know of any man, and for the ladies, the next time you see any man, ask them, who is that man you're close to? Who is that man you look up to? That may just save someone. Is that Okay. And so, with this whole issue of dating in isolation, what we are trying to do is to create an army of loyal friends, family, and churchmates. Is that okay? In fact, a friend once told me some things, and this is the reality of our world. How many have brothers or sisters who they cannot talk to? Or who you just engage, in, engage with on a one-touch basis? On a convenience basis, it's a funeral and we all have to be in the same space. How many have that? Or how many know? Maybe that one people normally respond to more. How many know someone? It's, it's, and it's interesting. But a friend once told me, friends are the family we get to choose. Friends are the family we get to choose. Today, I'm so glad because... Every time we think about our daughter, if we have to travel or go somewhere, we have many homes we can leave our daughter in. Some of you are chained because you don't have anywhere else. It's just you. You do life solo. You want to create this family 
for yourself. The family that you get to, to actually choose. In fact, the enemy uses this tactic on believers who choose to go solo. Have you watched National Geographic and say there's a herd of buffaloes? And sometimes there's always this buffalo that decides that it's going to go sightseeing by itself. Have you ever seen that buffalo? It just decides, you know what? I need me time. <laughs> I need me time. I want to be alone. Mm, I, I, enough. And what does it do? It goes aside. It goes to check out the savannah as if the color of the savannah changed. As if it's going to go up a tree now. Now I'm alone. No one is going to limit it. No negativity. But what mostly happens to that buffalo? What, do you, what is the next scene on that National Geographic? What will you see next? You will see lions. You will see lions. And they'll come around it. And in no time, it's always quite a pity. You, uh, do you know those feelings? In my family, we have these things. When those things are happening and everyone is tense in the house, when everyone is tense, you just go and touch someone's side. So you, you can try it at home. <laughs> Normally, it just excites the family. <laughs> but, but that's exactly where you put us when you go solo. In fact, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it says that, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Let that not be you. Let that not be. Let that not be. For the people who are single, you need that friend who will hold you accountable. When the emotions are running high, uh-huh, so you are together, and then, uh-huh, so what did you, mm-hmm. So is that how you want to live now? Because the devil prides in that. And one thing about isolation as well. Sometimes you normally think, I'm going through my own issues, and it's time to be, I just want to, let me get through my drama. You know how deep that normally sounds. I want to get through my drama. I, let me just fix my drama. But every time you go like, let me fix my drama, do you know what you have done? The enemy ticks two boxes. Mm -mm. Now they are alone. So the voices start coming. You are hopeless. You are useless. You will never make it out of this. Kwani, who do you think you are? Look at your whole family lineage. Don't you see everyone has gone down this path? You will never make it out of this. You are the weakest, in fact. Your brother could have made it, but you. That's the audience. But then you need to dilute that audience with other voices that tell you, imagine you're going to get out of it. You will be fine. I have seen you down this path, but you've come out victorious. This does not define you. And so you've got to allow yourself isolation on any day. One of my friends used to tell me one of the greatest weapons the devil uses is isolation. If you find yourself, and far more when you're going through turmoil. Can you hear me? Far more when you're going through? Far more. You do not need to be alone. That's why you hear so-and-so is no more. Because what happened? They hanged or they took certain pills. So what we need to do is to look for like-minded friends who will become our family friends. Is that okay? And remember, there's something there, like-minded. There's something called like-minded. And that's why I really love the initiative we have about discipleship groups.
The Bible says he puts the lonely into families. Those are new families we are creating, Mavuno. You just talked about one of your highest points of love was in the time that you felt you're in your lowest. But your life group came through. And maybe they didn't come with dollars. But that act that someone brought, here is some flour. Here is something. Those discipleship groups is a big strategy for us as a church so that we do not walk alone. Is that okay? So, this is the tagline. Do not isolate yourself. Turn to your friend. This is the point. Elbow them from afar. Give them an elbow. Tell them, do not isolate yourself. Tell them, do not isolate yourself. Really, do not isolate yourself. And so, in that sense, we move on to the next mistake, the fifth and the last mistake, ignoring good friends. Ignoring good friends. And this is two-way. For the people who are searching, there are people who are in the, in the what zone? They're in the friend zone. Mm. Huh? And when you hear that song, you nod like, that's my jam. They're in the friend zone. Or if you send them any song, that's a song you dedicate to them. You and me, you're in the friend zone. Mm. You know? And even for people who are married, sometimes it's very interesting when you're choosing those friends. You go outside to look for creatures that have never been seen on this earth. Yet you have people who you are dropping your children with to Sunday school, picking them up, seeing them do things your child is also doing, but you're struggling how to address the one in your child. And do you know what that is fueled by? There's this theory called the spark theory. Spark. And I know you may be confused. I know sparks is just like, Lord, I knew it that you had me. <laughs> sparks is one of our most eligible bachelors. Ladies, praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a very strong candidate in the Langata ward. Yeah, very strong candidate. Very strong candidate. Yeah. But the problem with the spark theory, and what it basically says, is that the one sure way to know if someone is right for you is that there must be a spark. You know that that undeniable feeling of chemistry and connection. You know that concoction? You know? How I felt, you know? That, that, that's how you know this is, you know, what I felt. And let me tell you, even in the North Pole, people also have a spark. It may be very cold there, but even there you can get a spark. I've come to realize the nature. You know, the, God says that it is not good for man to be alone. Do you know that? And I've come to realize wherever I go, there's a need for connection. Can I say something? You can connect to anything. People are looking at me and wondering. Uh, it's true. You can connect to anything. And you can connect to anyone. And this is on two fronts. For someone like me, when at the point that I'm married, I have said forsaking all, all others. When I go for my travels or something, and I'm away from my wife, I must remember I'm committed to because there'll always be someone who looks, ah, they look like they smile well. In this country, people are smiling better than in my home country. <laughs> you know. But then, as well, for the people who are on the single space, let me tell you, 
you can have a spark with almost a thousand people. It's possible. It's possible. You can. In fact, I, I, I like the story from the last sermon when Pastor Jade shared about this friend who was told the person they are dating that's going to be their wife. I also had a classmate, very interesting. Patel was a very sharp guy, man. One day, Patel tells us Patel is getting married. And like Patel has been told, this is there. I'm like, this is your wife. Patel is still very happily married. So a spark, and the, the problem is that the world has now elevated the spark to be the in thing. Let me just say that's such a low standard. Because you can have a spark with anything. I hope I didn't burst someone's bubble. Maybe it was a text you sent yesterday night. Oh my gosh, this spark. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I am a man under authority. I'm a man under authority. And one of the things that's happening in marriages as well, people just come, and I told you, I'm, I, I lead a group. I have been in touch with about 75 people who have gone through the path of, who are going through separation and divorce. And sometimes people just tell it's like the spark died. Yeah, that's why it's a spark. It's, a, it's very brief. If you look at a spark, even the spark plug in the, in the car engine, it's not a fire that's burning all the time. It's a spark. <laughs> it's a spark. That the, 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 the spark died. You know what? I broke off things. We're no longer connecting. Yes, because it's a spark. And to learn from this issue, you know, the, the, the man who did the greatest social experiment, one Solomon, you know Solomon and his experiment. How many wives did he have? I can see someone in excitement, 700. <laughs> and on top of the 700 wives, how many concubines did he have? You know, he, actually, there's a, there's a very serious expose on Solomon at the men's conference. For the men, there's a serious expose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of us, the one lady we have, you know, we are almost, we are barely making it to stand up. This man was 700. In fact, some of the questions some people are asking, and they'll be answered at the men's conference, were all the wives introduced to his parents? What did that schedule look like? <laughs> Someone is, did they have children? So if they said, let's take family photo now. Family photo. Hey, hey. Everyone must fit. Can you imagine? Those are, those are issues that will be thrashed. One of the keynote speakers. You know, if it's during election time, such a man is very happy. He just wakes up in the morning, goes to the polling station. They said, okay, you have been allocated one word. Okay, they will come to your home. <laughs> but for Solomon, he said this, in, he did, he helped many people. But in all his finding, he comes, he does not talk about the spark anywhere. He said that in Proverbs 18.22, he who finds a wife finds what is? Finds a good thing and receives favor from? From the Lord. He did not say, he who finds an attractive girl Toto, Chihuahua, Jaber, well-poised woman, with eyebrows cut and drawn back, six-inch heels, 
with a pure breed horse weave. <laughs> Who makes his heart beat faster? Finds what is good. Mm -mm. That's not what he said. Say who finds a wife for? <laughs> and in case the ladies are wondering, if they wrote the same version for the men, he who finds a tall, dark, handsome, six-pack abs, well-built, deep, husky voice, drives the latest car and owns a beach house with a yacht outside. Who makes her heart beat faster? Finds mm -mm, nothing like that. Nothing close to that. And the one thing about this is that when you're looking, the, the unfortunate thing about this spark theory, when people are looking for a marriage partner, is that they look everywhere else except among their circle of good friends. Because their good friends are in there. They're in the friend zone. Mm. <laughs> they look everywhere else. For, for the men, you decide, yeah, it's time to get married. And you know how that fever normally comes. It's time, it's time, it's time. Like, I remember how we got married in our I told you we were all in high school and campus. So, uh, I, I, yesterday they were reminding me, brother, you are the one who started this thing. Uh, but your story was not very successful, eh? And I told them, but I opened the gates for you all. So this fever starts. And in identifying most of the people, they go back and decide, how am I going to choose? It's like men normally have this scripture, forget the former things. So that Asha who greets you every day when you walk in, they speak a blessing over you. They no longer fit the check when they come to your list. That Sunday school friend you had, you remember that one? Who your parent even used to try that you walk together and, you know, I have already taken them from Sunday school, you just received them. Now them, they are no longer there. It's like you're looking for a new breed, some, some mysterious creature that you're going to define in your own image and likeness. You're going to reveal to us what they look like. You know, let me tell you, some of the people you see in church here, we, the committee, we have already done background check on them. The committee has already done background. You, you trust yourself because you are the chairman and the board. You are complete and the members themselves. You go for yourself. You go scout now. Come up with someone for yourself. You get married to people. You know the way you get, if you've ever been on this um, shopping where you're looking for new cars, if you dare click on that SBT advert, have you ever dared click on that thing? What follows you? The cars, your inbox, everything. You know, it's like you're always waiting for the new release. The ones I know here, they do not fit the bill. And for the ladies, they're on the other side saying, Christian guys are? Christian guys are? You don't say Ben Marsh is boring. No, let's just deal with it. Is Ben Marsh boring? You have seen the kind of bouquets that are being passed across. You have seen the kind of bouquets. Are these men boring? 
these chocolates you have all eaten, where do you think they came from? <laughs> excuse us, excuse us. Did you come with them? Did you come with them? Did you bring them? So in your pocket there was chocolate and now it's missing. <laughs> these are men in the committee who thought, how do we bamboozle our ladies? Mm. How do we set them up for victory? Come tomorrow. How do we ensure these things as you're told that ladies, you know, remember I told ladies have got a thousand switches which you must get right in the right combination and order. So we have started today. So this was, this was a setup. Some of the spoils from the men conference. Mm. And so, in all this, this pack theory, unfortunately, it makes us leave out the good guys. And so the tragedy is that there are so many people, there are so many nice people, there are so many good people who are there among us but are single. Also, for the ladies, sometimes how they block out men that at the point that, say, they are 25, when they are praying for their future husband. Father Lord, give me a man. Thank you for Elon Musk. Thank you for Bill Gates. Don't forget Jeff Bezos. Thank you, Lord, because they are taken. Season my billionaire for me. Let them come with a billion-dollar business. May we go for our honeymoon in space. Because those are new frontiers. Who are they for? Lord, we are claiming. Approaching 30. So now you are seeing Carol has gotten married. Joanne is getting married. Um, wedding bells are ringing. Father Lord. Give me a stable man, a man who has it figured out. I will come and just compliment him. Father, you will give it to me. Now we are approaching 35. Papa God. <laughs> I have been trusting you for a man. And a man you shall provide. A man you will give. Father, we can both work. Don't we all have hands? <laughs> all we need is to raise a godly offspring. I look to the left, to the right. People are getting married. You said you would never leave me nor forsake me. Now we get to approaching 40. Papa God, a man, a man, a man, a man. A, a man. Yet in the friend zone, there are about 57, lady, 57 men in the friend zone. They have rotated in every ministry in the church. Men, the Lord sees your tears. The Lord will comfort you and they wonder why we go for men's conference. No, easy. <laughs> so the problem is that we miss out on that great marriage opportunity to a friend who shares your own values. And you realize when you get married, 
your own values, those values, a value for God, someone who, that we can pray together, that we have a crisis, and they say, you know, let's go to the Lord in prayer. They don't come and tell you, you know, there's someone in my village. <laughs> values. Don't undermine them. Don't undermine them. And if you're not willing to speak behind your back, they told you, I'm going to see my mom. Then you realize when your child comes back, they have got something funny on their bodies and you're wondering, mm -eh, what's happening? Values. Values. And with this, I pray that we will not fall into that trap. And even for us who are married, good friends, it is the person who has that value of showing up. It is important that they come to church every Sunday. Ask them, who are you? What's your name? Sometimes you're looking for is he worth my network? And you miss out. Yet it's the person the Lord has provided. And so with that, those are the five mistakes to avoid. And I know it will be very bad if we go through only the mistakes and do not propose practical things that we can start doing. Practical things. This is where you whip out your notebook, um, whatever it is. Three Practical things. Easy to remember. Three Ps. And I know this is the point whereby single people maybe are rubbing their hands. This is it. Tips are coming. Tips are coming. So P. So I'm sure you're guessing. I'm sure everyone has something that starts with a P. I was talking to another group and they're saying their P would have been participating in Tinder. Mm -mm, I refuse. I cancel, I nullify. That's not the first. Uh, 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 uh. The first P is pray. It is pray. The first P is what? Pray. Prayer is the key. Your marriage partner is one of the, I want to say it is the second to your salvation. It's the second most important decision you make in your life. You do not want to be in a surviving marriage. For the married people, can you attest that? A marriage where you are just surviving. Basically, um, in fact, <laughs> we were saying with our friends that it's very easy to be in a marriage where you are cohabiting. Is that true? There are two people, but you're basically cohabiting. You, you, you basically just pay bills together. That's all you're doing. Why are we praying? Because the parts of the righteous, they are ordered of? The parts of the righteous, they are ordered of? Of God. And one of the things is that God orders our steps. God decides, I am going to be in this space at this time because it is in his time for me to meet so and so. As long as we are always seeking to be Align to him. What about those of us who are married? You are still going to pray. Remember, marrying is a continuous thing. One thing I've noticed is that the truth about marriage, you are married to an imperfect person. If you're married in the house, look at them. Okay, give them through the corner of your eyes. Don't be very upfront. Just stare. Just try and Imagine you're trying to read her phone and she's not supposed to notice you're reading her phone. You know, just try and look at her. That person beside you is a very imperfect person. 
Can the married people attest to that? So the single asking, show us where the perfect ones are so that we don't waste time. We go there. <laughs> you have to scoop your own imperfect one. And get on that path of starting to get on the journey of perfection. Remember what Pastor Carol told me. Marriage is meant to perfect you. In fact, in Doha we learn. Pray for her. Work on, work on me. And I've learned this practically. Sometimes I just feel like, you know what, Janet and I, Lord, if you return now, you'll give, do us a big favor. Lord, you said your coming will be close. It will not take long. I now long more than ever before for your second coming. <laughs> but one of the things I've learned, unfortunately, the Lord delays again. He delays slightly longer, so there's a morning and an evening. You know how the Bible goes, and there was morning and there was evening. And that time we have been quiet for two days. And there was morning and there was evening. But one thing I've learned is to go and pray and tell God. And let me also challenge how we pray. You remember, Adam, this woman you gave me. Do you know the Bible says, what, do you know what the devil is? He's the accuser of the? Do not join the devil. Ladies, when you're praying for your wonderful husbands who, you know, when you're praying for them, do not join the devil. Pray for them. Commit them to God. Commit the situation. Tell God, I'm struggling about this particular Thing. And it's interesting. Sometimes I've had God just impress on my heart. I get to the office and God just tells me, like I remember we had, uh, actually this week, we had just had a mini tete-a-tete. -tete. It was a bit of, the volumes were a bit higher. So, But I remember God told me, just send your wife a text and appreciate her and say, I'm really grateful for the things that you, that you do. And that day she sent me a text and said, thank you. This, I really needed this today. But had I not prayed about it, pray that the Lord will give you wisdom. Sometimes I have prayed and things where I felt like this one needs to change. Lord, this one I'm 100% sure it is her. This one is now for her. The, the rest has been me, but this one is her. And my wife comes and tells me, you know what? I thought about maybe it's me who has this. The Lord is interested. The Bible says that while we were still sinners, Christ died for, for us. You are God's vessel to bring that other party into perfection. For the singles, I saw the other day on one of those groups, you know these people, when they go through life drama, they say, you know what, I think before someone gets married, you must do like um, a six-month course on finances, you must do another six-month course on raising the children, you must do also an eight-month one on dealing with the in-laws. You must do, hey, I say, eh, so this looks like a PhD, and then you fail. It's the unfortunate thing. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. There are things you will never know about this man and this woman until you're in the same home. Not that you just walk in. We have come. <laughs> no, no, no. You will take the caution, but let me tell you. This will shock you. This lady will shock you. You will question their salvation. You will ask, which Jesus? You remember that verse? Which Jesus... Or who are you baptized in? Who, who, who you, you, this, 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 this. Even question, who led you to Christ? You know, those are, 
children of God, will you sing hallelujah? Hallelujah. You see her singing there, you're like, ah, even you. <laughs> children of God. So, prayer, let me tell you, it's an integral. And in fact, and, and you know, marriage is a three-strand cord. There is you, there is your beautiful, handsome other. And the third strand is God. If you leave out that third strand, no wonder your rope is, mm -mm. it's funny, funny. It's not even tying weak goats, you know? You must engage at a different level. You must, because that family you're instituting, that is God's weapon to usher purpose into this world. And I'm really grateful for the prayers. Though I don't get to attend, but I normally hear my wife, uh, she puts a volume when she's on. And it's an amazing space. Join those 430 a.m. prayers. You will hear how other people pray, and you'll be strengthened in how they pray. Have your personal prayers. Ensure you pray. Otherwise, you're just the normal person. And as you pray, especially for the 430 a.m., don't just pray. Watch and pray. Watch and for the singles, watch and the other Zoom window. The next Zoom window could be having your candidates where you need to cast your vote. Watch and and it's beautiful when God does these things. I've seen my friends in common circles come together and those people just come into a circle that already exists and it's normally beautiful. You are more committed purity to call up this person and go and check on them. But now you saw a stranger, you're like, now how do we start? Do, even, do they even accept us now? You know? Oh, how do I? Oh, you send. Uh, wow. Oh, <laughs> Pastor is giving you tips. That you can send a private message and tell them, how do I pray for you today? <laughs> that's called bringing down walls, eh? So that's the first thing. The first thing you must do is do what? Is to pray. The second thing we must do is to plug in. Is to plug in. You remember that isolated one? Not being, not being by yourself. And I'm really grateful also, Umafuno, and I think that's a reality check. I remember Pastor stood here and said, if your LG is dead, it is dead. Let us show up for the funeral. We are accepting. This is, we are accepting. If it's dead, it's what? It's dead. Let's not, let's not massage. This thing is dead. You do not have community. You are as good as someone who is walking alone. And that's why there are discipleship groups. So if you're not in one, plug in. Plug in into that space. And one of the key things that we look forward is that to, to be in a space of positive friendships and a place you can find accountability and support from people who are genuinely concerned about your well-being. Some of us have friends who, when we're in trouble, what do they do? What do they do? Are they there? They scatter. Those are not friends. Save, save your resources. Save them. I am also questioning today. I want to question many friendships I have. And if they fall into that class 1B, whereby they are uh, just chilling with the big boys because we want to bamba. And when I'm in misery, they never show up. Or I can't even pick up my call and reach out. Those people, I want to be, they're the ones I'll be sending memes. 
But I want to connect. I want to plug in. And I pray for you that you'll be able to plug in. And as you plug in, you will make good friends who will support and encourage you. The flip side of that coin is that you also need to be that friend. Is that okay? You also need to be that? Let me ask you. Ask yourself, who have you decided in your mind is a friend you have laid, you laid on your life for? You will show up for them. Do you know, do you know a name? Do you have a name already? Do you have a name? If you don't, that's your opportunity. Go decide. They cannot be a hundred. You'll find it is one, two, or three people. But for these people, when they are at their lowest, be there. And there's nothing as valuable as just being there. Some people know we send our love. We send our prayers. We are with you, brother. We are with you, sister. We are upholding you. There's something... Even Jesus, he went. Do you not think that when Lazarus was dead, Jesus would have sent a word? Do, wouldn't he just have sent a word? But what did he do? Ministry of presence. Ministry of presence. Trust God for people like that. And may those discipleships be a place that will blossom, where God will give us a secure space. And the last one is to pursue mentorship. What is it? Pursue mentorship. For those ones who are seeking to get into relationship, get that couple. This, again, do not look for a miraculous couple. You see flowers being passed across the room. Go ask her husband. Pretend you even want to pick up their kids and bring them when they are chatting with people in the hall. Pursue, and the word is pursue. It will not show up. Now we are here to mentor you guys. Come, come and be, pursue what? Mentorship. See, they have something of value and I want it. They have something of value and I want it. Let me tell you, I've come to learn. Many things are caught. Many things are very few. These things for even children. Even children. I am now a father, I can tell you. The times when I, tell, I say X and I do Y. And I'm telling my daughter, my daughter to do X. The kind of questions that come. Even my own wife the other day challenged me, this thing you keep telling us to do here as the head of the home. You have been by yourself. Have you been doing it for this long? Hey. hey let me tell you, that's how I developed that discipline of doing it by myself. And only the end of last year, my wife told me, I'll be doing it also. People, catch. People, people, catch. Catch. Ask, who will I catch from? Observe them. Ask them questions. Ask the experiences they had. Ask them. You don't have to experience everything, okay? To know everything. Ask them, how did you navigate this and this? And most of the times you'll find that the Lord has provided someone in this space to speak to your situation. In fact, 1 Corinthians 15.33 reminds us of the kind of friends we need to look for. It says that do not be, be misled because bad company corrupts good character. But on the flip side of it, Proverbs 27 verse 17 also says as iron sharpens so one person sharpens another. Who is sharpening you? So if you're 
that lady who, the, your crew, your gang, your chama, not like, believers is very good, that was a good chama. In fact, I hope you have vacancies. If there are people who are always grumbling and complaining, mocking, rolling eyes, what do you become? Just a bigger, better version of. But on the flip side, even for the men, if your boys club consists of a group of people who are arrogant, just cheating, disrespectful, violent, what do you think you become as a man? That's exactly what. In fact, this saying that says that if you lie down with dogs, you wake up with fleas. So don't be shocked sometimes, the things that you're saying. Broaden that circle of mentorship. Some can, you can even find in books. Read. Enroll for seminars. Enroll. If it's money. Yes, it's true you're pathetic in your money. And that's the place to start from. The tragedy will be is after how many years you're still at the same place. Is that okay? There's no one who comes with the perfect script. Enroll and give of yourself. And allow God to do that. To provide also resources your way. In fact, the saints say that you cannot get different results by doing things the same way. You will not. I know your parents never did it. So and so never did it. Why should I? Yes, it's because we are setting a different standard for our marriage. Mavuno, is that what we want to do? We want that our children will catch what a thriving relationship looks like. Not that they will, they will be running as fast as they, as they can from the kind of relationship they saw from us. If you've seen bad things, you say that, hey, the back stops with? The back stops with me. And this is our opportunity today. And may the Lord help us. So in recap, we've talked about the five common mistakes. And I want us to run down through them. The first mistake is, do not trust your feelings. And the second one is measuring on the minors. The third being failing to consult wise, not any mentors. Wise. And on the fourth one, dating in isolation. And the fifth one being ignoring good friends. Those are the mistakes. But the cure to that, the three tips you've given, the first one we have said is to pray. And the second one is to, to plug in. And the third one is to do what? To pursue mentorship. And so if you're there and you're listening to this sermon and you're saying, maybe I have made certain mistakes or you're looking where I went wrong, thank God you now know where you can make it better. Is that okay? Because remember, marrying is not an event. It's an every day, every minute, every... It's, it's an always an ongoing thing. God does not give us his word to condemn us. If you're in a difficult relationship, as you retrospect, may the Lord speak to you. One of the great things that I learned and seasons I had to go through was, what was my contribution to the failure of my first marriage? And I told you guys, my second marriage is not insured 
debt-free, hassle-free, just because I had a nasty one. Every day I need to work. Every day I need to seek how to be a better person. This is your chance to be a better person. Ask the Lord not to run away and keep pointing at she did, he did. May the Lord help you to say, Lord, how can I be a better? How can I be a better person? And we pray that as we move on with this month, as we usher in tomorrow, as we demonstrate our love, that even looking into the next week, God will lead us that we will be setting a very good foundation for thriving relationships. And we hope to see you next week again. Pastor Jade goes on. Am I right, Pasi? Pastor Jade will go on. And she'll be talking about how not to sabotage your relationships. How not to sabotage your relationships. So with that, we've come to the end. And I will just pray. If that's okay, Pastor? It's okay? It's appropriate. I will pray for different categories of people. Father, we come to you thanking you for your message of love and it stands. Your love is the highest mark you ever gave for you loved us so much when we were still inadequate while we still didn't fit the bill. You gave your son for us. You say greater love has no one than this than to lay down his life for his friends. And in showing that example, you taught us what we ought to be for the people you have put in our lives and for the people you are putting in our lives. So Lord, help us. For those ones who are single, Lord, and even satisfied in their current state, like Paul, I pray you will keep them in perfect peace. That Lord, in their singlehood, they will seek to honor you with that singleness. They will be devoted for you and for your doing. Give them the peace to serve you. With the friends among them, I pray that they'll be able to connect with the friends and be those friends who can be trusted upon. For those ones who are single and searching, Lord, I pray that they will begin to hand over the reins to you, Lord, and say that, Lord, you know and I don't. Thank you because before any single day was set out for me that, Lord, you already had every single day about my life written in your book. Lord, that you precisely know who is right for me. And so, Lord, I come to you in surrender. I want to say that my parts will be ordered of you. For those ones who are dating, Lord, we are praying that you will help them to set the right foundation. We know that the enemy is also looking at this opportunity to bring in the wrong people. Father, where people are trapped in the wrong relationship, I pray you will bring them down. You will separate them in time, Lord. That they will not find themselves in a space of regret. Where people are in that space and the nature of relationships where they wonder whether is this it or not, Father, affirm your word to them. Speak to them as with a clear voice instructing them. This is the way that you should go. Affirm it to them, Lord. Lead them that we may have godly relationships being set up. For the married, O oh Lord, Father, I pray that this church will be filled with relationships that are thriving. 
if there is someone who is in that space where they're just surviving, I pray that you will open their eyes to see that they're not going to sink, that they're not going to go down with the waves, but Lord, you are there and that you care. Where people need to reach out, I pray that they will call out and they will reach out, oh God. Where people have been driven to a point where they do not even know what to do, Father, send help in your miraculous way. May they be reminded that they still matter and it matters to you what they are going through. Father, where there's been pain, I pray that the balm of Gilead will flow in this home. I pray that there will be healing, there will be restoration, oh God. Father, Lord, you are the one who has called us into a space of love. That we will love just how Christ loved the church. Father, I pray you begin to bud something so new. That others will see. You say that the world will see us and they will know that we are your disciples when they see what kind of love we have for one another. Father, may you do it today. Mavuna South congregation will not be the same. Because of the people represented here, many marriages will be different, oh God. For those ones who are at the point of breakage in those marriages, Father, you say you are close to the brokenhearted. Remind them that you are close, Lord. Remind them that even in this hour you are there, oh God. You are there in that room. The wisdom that they need, give them wisdom, oh God. Do you will. Father, now to him who is able to preserve us and to keep us and to pre present us blameless, O oh God, we surrender unto you. Paul reminds us, if you think you're standing, be careful lest you fall. We surrender unto you, Lord. You will help us to stand. And above all else, our relationships will glorify God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen.